did they ask her if she wanted to fight the war? Was a problem that his men had. You know, how they viewed women. Women were to be conquered, control that woman in your house. Oh, this one has so many opinions. You do not touch this trigger unless you are prepared to be something you're not. In all honesty, also, it did make for a difficult read. Like when I when I think of a leader, I think service, you know, fine, maybe he was serving his country, but that controlling aspect was there. Hello everybody, it's good to be back. The Fantastic Four are back. Hi guys, welcome to the Cultured Handed Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about The Shadow King by Maze Mengiste. I I apologize, I probably ruined your name. And before we go into that, we're going to be talking about our month. So how has everyone been? It's been lovely. Winter is creeping in slowly. I love winter, man. For real? I've I've gone out way too much this summer. I think, like, if my self-control cannot calm me down, I think winter is the best possible next option. So, yeah, looking forward to doing nothing. You just want to save money or what? My point exactly. (laughs) You know, like, festivals here and there, shows, food, just, like, the money just keeps on going, going, going. Come on, guys. Nah, outside is expensive. That's all I can say. Mm, it is. I agree with Maya. I really, really agree. I went out to the grocery shopping and I'm like, mm. ah, mm. it's best to stay inside though. I think that's why people like winter because I don't care what they do. I prepare for Sha. She's not too cold, not too hot. Spring is the best. Teach their own. Spring is rain too much, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I just like it because it's like, it's less cold. It's now heading towards. I don't like summer here because it's too hot, and I still don't like winter. So I just settled for the one in between. Got it. So more is all you have to share. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I can share. For me, two weeks ago, I had COVID, and you'd be like, "What? Has the COVID still here?" I don't know, man. Me too. I was surprised. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was down for like a week or 10 days. And lucky for me, um, I have God, first of all. Then I'm triple vaccinated. So I didn't really have any of the crazy symptoms, just the basic chills and cold, not being able to get up from bed, lack of appetite, all those things. Um, but it was really nice because I got to take a break. I got to say no to a lot of things. Um, there were a lot of events that were coming. I was like, oh, sorry, I can't come. I'm sick. And it was just a nice break because I was just spending it with God. I was just thinking of my life. I was grateful. I made some decisions. I finally had clarity. So I kind of needed that quiet time. So I'm so grateful for it. But yeah, I didn't have to work. I took sick days. It was just really nice. It was a nice break. I needed it. So thank you, God. So, Demi, do you have any? So. I located from Dublin <laughs> to Limerick. So I got a job in Limerick, so I'm in Limerick now. Um, it's a nice place because where I'm staying is kind of like countryside, so it's a nice place to see. I'm still going to explore more. So I can't wait to start work. Just, yeah, it's a Monday. So new beginnings, new experiences. 
I can't wait to meet the team that will come out from the other side of the tunnel after entering this new journey. So I think that's what I'm actually excited about growth, which is weird because I'm getting old. I don't know. And also, yeah, my graduation is coming up, so I have to go back to Dublin for that. And um, yeah, that's basically it. So starting a new job and graduating soon. Okay, I've not actually mentioned how my month was. Yeah, that's just it. I just I was just there. Nothing really happened last month. Just so. said it's not an amazing thing that happened. You got a new job, you are graduating. Hey, like technically, I'm saying what's happened in the future. I didn't say how my month went. But you currently moved. I mean, okay, I guess. Yeah, I so saw I was in I'm in I'm in Limerick now. Uh-huh. But I'm alive, so thank God. Talk about your next. Ah, okay. Um, so my my month. Um, we thank God it has been um amazing. I got a new job at the beginning of the month. So uh, so that's been going well. Um, I don't know. I don't I actually don't know. How. Oh yeah, I didn't. Oh yeah, I didn't hear who, who, who for my own. What that's happened? why I did it twice. That's why I did it twice. If you notice. Oh wow. Just so who say who say was um timing. Yeah. So I I did it twice. Yes. Congratulations to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. The job was for a technical data specialist. Um, specialist huh. expert in the field oh my god mm. the whole thing has been good truly because um i had the interview i applied for the job in like april had the interview Ooh. in may and I didn't get back from them except um like in June where they asked me for my reference. And after that, nothing. And it wasn't oh, wow. a job I really put my mind into applying for it. A friend just sent it to me and I was just like, eh. So that's just so she will not ask me, eh, have you applied for that job? Yes, I applied for it. And um a lot happened between then and the job. I'm just so grateful to God for it. But then now we get into the job. And I realized, like, so far, it has been more of coding than data analysis. Uh-huh. You got Tickets. this, you got this, you got this, you got this. All your, all like, your, all your hours of learning coding. Happy to I'm telling you, you're now. learning Python. I'm telling yeah. you because I don't even know what I've done if I was starting from scratch. Dig it. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, oh my god oh my god and i'm, I'm like i spent the last three weeks like first day i was just like hey comfort who sent you message yo what are you doing in this place this is not what you bargained for and all of that but i'm so grateful to god because it has forced me into a place where i was so unsure of every day like would i be able to do anything today will they say this thing will they be will this be the final the moments when they know that oh my god maybe we should not have hired her right and so every morning before i go to work i'm always like god please give me wisdom god please give me wisdom right and i'm spending my days in total dependence Hmm. on his wisdom for every part of the job because you know i'm 
in like a learning curve i'm learning everything you know and sometimes it just feels like oh there's so much thrown at me will i be able to do this will i be able to handle it right and so i'm so grateful to god for um the wisdom he has given me so far but yeah you know and I, I, it's funny enough i saw a meme where somebody was like like when he was put you like a scary situation and he's like don't worry you got this <laughs> yeah, those who did not take it. And then there was one like this that showed where the Holy Spirit is like, oh, I'm giving you a new job. And the person is entering a roller skater, right? So in the roller skater, right, you can see the person standing there and somebody else standing. So the person is screaming like afraid. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit is beside the person laughing and smiling. And he's like, ah, what is I've got you a new job. I've got you a job for you. <laughs> and oh my like, God. Send me to you. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Um, I probably will send it to everyone later. Um, that's is basically been how my month is basically me just um going through phases of not knowing what's happening. But aside from that, I've been so busy. Like I can't even say I've not been able to say TGIF in a long time because Saturday has been super hectic super tight sundays same thing um i'm really hoping that by next week my weekends free up so that i can actually take advantage of it and spend some time resting hmm. so but basically that's it that's I'm not gonna lie. So thank you, Comfort, for saying that because I was just thinking about what to expect, basically. So what she said was actually very helpful. So no that whatever comes might be <laughs> might be scary, but we'll pull through in Christ at least, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And with that, we're going to go into the book discussion. This book is different. The book is not for everyone. She said it was written like a play. So there are no quotation marks. She said because you are like hearing it as it's happening. And you're not hearing quotation marks. And it's a book that goes through the experience of female warriors in Ethiopia. In the war that they had between Ethiopia and Italy in the 1930s. And she focused on some particular characters during this period of time. And one of the things she mentioned in one of her interviews was that she didn't want to write just like the war story, them fighting, because in war, there's still things that happen normally. Like there's still people's lives that happen normally. So she focused more on these people's lives during this period of time and their experience. Both of them were female soldiers. She also focused on the point of view of an Italian photographer. And she also talked about a man that was leading the army, the defense army in Ethiopia. And it was just a different book. I really struggled to read this book. I really look forward to reading this book because I was very interested in learning about the history that wasn't really written about because you don't see a lot of these storylines being told in books or even in historical books. So it was really nice to have this perspective and read into it. But it was hard to read because I didn't understand where she was coming from and I was expecting more of a typical book. 
but it was a different book and it was a book that she allowed to tell its own story and it makes me think of books like Wallace Rinka's books where they say you have to keep reading the book over and over until you get what the writer is trying to say like is this kind of book where you have to like take your time read it or even listen to it I heard someone say that listening to it might make it a more interesting read because you understand that she's writing it more like a play rather than a book or more like a song because there are even like some chants there that show like the war situation and stories told through song and it's just a book that I literally for me to read it and understand it I had to be writing down the summary of what I was reading as I was reading it to better understand the book. So it's, it's a book that I'd suggest somebody uses an audio book for, or just takes your, take your time to read it more like, um, you are studying <laughs> rather than, um, just reading it like you would read a normal book. Cause it's very easy to like drift off. Like you're just reading it and you're just like, Oh, I'm sleeping. <laughs> Most times I slept or, I just forgot I was reading a book or my mind just wandered off. But I wonder if it's just like an attention span um, reduction due to like social media and all that. I don't know. But I also know that it's a book written in the writer's own genius. And for you to understand it the way she wrote it, you have to really take your time. So, but in the end, when I finally understood what she was trying to convey, when I read her interviews and everything, I kind of understood where she was coming from. And I think the, the book is, it's, it has its own brilliance and it's very different. So, yeah, I just wanted to, that's just the summary I, I would give. Um, oh, and she focused on the Shadow King is a normal farmer who looked like the king who was not in Ethiopia at the time. And he went around dressing up like the emperor, trying to motivate the people to fight this war because the emperor was not around and he was watching it like newsreels at home. And these people had to get the motivation from this farmer the women warriors, one of them was by his side as like a um, bodyguard who like fought with him and everything. That's Hirut. So it just really told the story of Hirut, who was you know, a woman warrior. Asta um, Kidane was leader of the defense army and Hirut was his servant and just really brought us into the story and... Yeah, and I think there was a love story between the, um, not really a love story, but a brief moment of of love or, or relationship between Hirut, the servant, and the Italian photographer, Ettore. Yeah. Ettore. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to find this pronunciation. But yeah, it was interesting. And we'll dive into the characters. The fascinating fact about Ethiopia is that Ethiopia was a country that was never colonized. It's the only country in Africa that was never colonized. Okay. Maya. Oh, yeah. It's a great fact. I just wanted viewers and um, everyone far and wide to know that I bought the book this time around. So that's, yes, that's pretty much it. Yes, I bought the book this time around. I went into the physical store to pick a copy. Yes. 
Thank you very much. Very proud of you. Well done. So what Sorry, you Moyo, Moyo, excuse me. Moyo, you bought comfort, the book. Did you finish the book? Comfort, I'm not Did you finish the book? Comfort, Did you I'm finish not the book? Question. I don't, I'm not answering your question. Yeah, I, I feel like you don't deserve to know the answer to that. <laughs> so, you don't deserve to answer to that. If you cannot deduce that fact from saying I bought the book, then I don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to respond further to that. Mm. Hey, Moyo, oh, what do you think about the book you bought? Excellent. As I was flipping the pages, I was enjoying that 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 new book scent. Oh my god, it was so nice to read. <laughs> the new book scent. Definitely. Like that's that's something I've been missing. So it was really wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's my comment. This is a political <laughs> comment. As if you're running for I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the review. I feel like I have lots of things to comment on. Yes. Mm-mm. It was a lot. It was. I was enjoying it at first, you know, mm-hmm. and I could have enjoyed it more. But I don't know. Life happened. From the one I was able to read and understand, I like the fact that um, the author went deep into you know the individual stories, stories of each character, and also. I think by the time we start discussing, I'll be able to, because I actually did jot some things down, to mention the stories that I was interested in, yes. So, yeah, we can start. Okay, come for the anything to say. Well, Another the fun fact to about Ethiopia, I think right now they're in 2014. Yeah, their time is different. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. So are you saying if I was in Ethiopia, I would be back how old? I would be wait ten years younger. No, no, your 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 age, your year <laughs> would change now. Your birth year would change. I would be almost ten years younger. That's what. That's, I'm not care about the birth year. I would be almost ten years younger in Ethiopia. Mm, that's 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 what you want to get from me. You don't want to get the fact that <laughs> that the born is in nineteen eighty something or you know. I'm not be born in Carry on. Carry on, Baru. Mr. Book Buyer. <laughs> what we can on screen. We can we can talk stop. about it now. Talk about it. Let's talk about yeah, your oh, favorite characters. Let's talk about How can we get- Talk about, about it. You. you know, oh, my screen was black. <sighs> Let's talk about yes. what you loved about it, what you hated about, about it, it. So, who your favorite characters um, so were. All the books, all the books I've been reading from the book club now, it, quite a while now. Um, I would say this one stands out for me because it's, yeah, I believe it's literally the only one where, as I was flipping through the pages. That new book sense, that aroma just chewed my nose and I was like, oh my God, it feels good to be back. So yeah, you know, the book took me back to um, familiar days, doing my book reading days, um, when I was obsessed with books. So I, I, do, hope, I do hope that this, um, this book can be a solid foundation as I look forward to building back my library. 
So yeah, uh, Mengiste, I appreciate. We are we are we are in for good things, and I'm looking forward to what we can do from here. Um. So yeah, that's Doesn't my two cents. That's up for no debate. Come on, man. Like, so, um, I would say it's a tie between the Shadow King himself and, um, I keep on forgetting her name. Uh, I'm, I'm very sorry for these Ethiopian names, but the main babe herself, um, uh, what's her name again? E-Roots. The one that appears in the, E-Roots. what is it? E-Roots. e So, yeah, it's a, it's a contest, a tie between both of them. For people, those of us, I don't know about comfort, right? that actually read the book and, you know, go to the end, you would see that those two were quite um, influential characters in the old story. And um, there's really a lot to be learned just from um, reading the stories of those two um, individuals. So, yeah. Yeah, what did you like about The Shadow King? You know, it's... I would say, like, um, different people get... um, Wait, are you talking about the book in general or the no, guy no, the, himself? The actual guy. Yeah. yeah, so like so like, you know, sometimes some people are equipped with uh equipped with the skills, the opportunities and whatnot, but they don't seem to do anything with it. Right? So the character shows you how um I think this is adage I'm looking for where they say um success is when um opportunity meets preparation or something like that right mm. so you can have all the um skill sets you can have all the um, characteristics to succeed but if you don't necessarily go out to actually put what you've got in practice it's just going to be idle and you know as time goes on um become obsolete so we can see a character that he was i would like it was he had the opportunity to make an impact based on um based on his looks and whatnot and um thanks to his character he was able to stand out and um motivate the people and be instrumental in the history of the country I believe. Comforts yeah. hope you hope you just let things down. I saw your head looking down. Hope you are just things down. Yeah. SMH. Mm. SMH for you too. Mm. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, that's my um little two cents, yeah. Okay, come on, who's your favorite character? Come on, who's your favorite character? Don't copy my character. What I, I liked about that. this book right, was um all the characters were well rounded. Hmm. I mean, yeah, Hewitt was the introductory character, so it was easy to see her as the protagonist, but she delved into the lives of each of the characters, you know, um, talked about, like, because it was so easy for, to see them as demons, right? Hmm. And then she she tried to make it seem like, okay, yeah, life happened, yeah. Um, they are not just people with this, they're not just one dimensional characters, but they are people carrying trauma and this is their reaction yeah. to the trauma that they carry. So I really like that about the story. Um, I think that was, um, that has to be like my favorite part of the story. Um, and, um, favorite character. Hmm. 
Mm. Mm. Um, I don't know. I guess I was. I would agree with Moya and say she would. Um, and the um, we're agreeing on one thing. You should be happy. And the other king, right? The shadow king, and not because he took the opportunity, but because um because of him after like you know how she made the comment of how nobody will know that the real emperor um is farming you know in a plot beside my own right mm. so for him it wasn't about oh i'm king you know it wasn't about the things that come with being a king, but about the responsibility. He took it as a serious responsibility. Um, it was what people needed at the time, somebody that would um, challenge them to fight for their rights. He took it as, you know, because he, you know, he knew that it was necessary for people to, to junior people to be able to fight for, for what was theirs, right? And after everything had happened, he, faded into the background, right? And I think there's something to be said about that humility for me. But this book is for scholars. Let me just be frank. PhD holders. You have this book, this book, this book gave me a headache to read. Aha. I'm very glad that you said that this book needs to be studied. But I don't, I don't read books to, to study them. I just read them to read them. Just, you know, yeah, or hopefully to learn something, but also to be transported into a different world. It was so hard. Not It wasn't just about the fact that you couldn't connect, right? but it was so hard to understand what was going on. Like I was reading the words, I was understanding each of the individual words, but putting them together gave me like headache, you know? So... There was that. It was hard to read, especially with, without all the punctuations and everything. Mm. Because uh, if I'm going to say something, people don't actually notice the things in punctuations. Like when you're like, he said, she said, because mm-hmm. it's already sort of like um, branding into your mind to understand what's going on. So it just continues in your imagination and it plays out like that. Because you actually don't actually notice the number of he said, she said, or this person said in a book because, you know, it's really like your brain sort of just ignores it. Really reads so it yeah. It's, yeah, it doesn't, but you don't understand the importance of it until it's left out. And then you find out that you can actually construct what's <laughs> going on and imagine it in your head. I'm telling you, it was so hard for me to read. And I didn't fancy, I don't fancy myself a scholar, you know, I just, I'm just thinking, huh? My God. Huh? Shakespeare was hard. Was very, very hard. Let's not dispute that. But this is is something, something. Yeah, so it was hard to read. Definitely giving it was, a drink it was you know, it was hard to understand. And we thank God eventually. I do like the fact that you said that there's a brilliance to the book, right? Um the story was told in such a way that um, 
there were some, there were antagonists all around the book, but you know, um, I don't know. I guess it depends on how you read it or who reads it, right? Because people might read you and think, eh, mm-hmm. So that happened to you. So what? Do you have to kill somebody else because somebody almost killed you in the past and beat you up? Do you get? Hmm. So I guess it depends on who's reading it. Or someone might read it and think, oh my God, oh my God, this must be just their trauma manifesting. So it depends on how I get how you see it depends on who who is reading it. You get. But um one thing I didn't like about the book was the introduction, like um the gun. She talked about the gun later on in the book, right? Um but at the intro, I did it it wasn't like you start reading books and stuff happens and you know it sort of imprints on you and you understand the importance of certain things. But we see a girl whose gun was taken from her um by somebody that she trusts or something like that, and the next thing she's like she's so traumatized by it that she starts still just trying to you know have our own possession and intellectually i understand what he's trying to what she's trying to say like oh um do you get how we can manifest like oh she has lost the one property she has in the world and so but i could not connect because it was just too early in the book for me to see the significance of that gun so that was just one thing and my god i was so confused after she was you know there was a time when ashta Bitter, like mm. bitter completely, and that just that was just like it was like an afterthought because after it happened, I couldn't understand what happened at that time because, like I said, I'm not a scholar and I didn't understand what was going on between that time. Because the next thing I'm, I'm the next part I was able to understand was when this the husband was preparing for war. Mm. There's much to be said about that guy, but mm, let's leave it at that. So all in all, there are no words for this book. There are no words. I'm very conflicted about how I feel about it. Even the time <laughs> I mentioned when Asta was beating her up, I was like, was Asta this young when she came into the house? Because she was always threatened by the girl. And then later on, we now saw Asta's story as how she was actually maybe even younger than the girl when the guy first married her and slept with her and all that and she keeps feeling like she'll be replaced because her son was gone maybe that's all she was meant to do bear him sons and now he's looking for a younger babe and for him to actually sexually assault the heroes maybe she had a, a she wasn't completely crazy in that her thoughts you know and well in the but do you know that um Hewitt was a casualty in their war, in their marriage. Yeah. She was a casualty of their marriage because everybody just dragged her along. Somebody took her gun without her permission. It's like, uh-uh, can't you see? Somebody that has lost her parents, we are trying to tell her that she should see that the, 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 the people need it more than you. Mm. you get. And, you know, it just brings me back to some, um, some, something somebody was saying. Um, sometime this week. So I went for this event and our cab, the cab driver that took me and my friend home was talking and he was talking about the differences between 
Because I was asking this, my friend, something, and he's like, oh, don't worry, that guy, he can't understand what you are saying. Guys don't understand when you ask this type of questions. That brains can't process it. Do you get? And he was talking about the difference between boys and girls, right? Women, it's very easy to turn everything emotional. Hmm. Turn everything into an emotional thing, an emotional issue. But for guys, it's just oh, just do this. Okay, what what do I need to do? You know, like you watch a lot of films, and guys like, oh, what do I need to do? What can I do to make you forgive me? Right? At that point, the woman is thinking, oh my God, this guy has emotionally betrayed me or forget even emotionally betrayed me. Oh my God, I feel so distraught and something like that. She needs to, like, there's a disconnect in their relationship and she needs to be connected back to the person, right? But the guy doesn't understand that as, oh, this is emotion, an emotional problem, right? Just understand, okay. What are the actions I can take? Do I need to buy rice to the buy beans tomorrow? Buy this, uh, what can I do so that I can fix it? It's just a problem to be solved, right? And so, you know, that's actually what was going on at that time, right? The difference in how both of them saw the situation. The guy felt like, ah, uh-uh, this is for your country. You should understand what's going on. You should even beg me to take your gun. Do you get? But she she saw it as oh my god, this is the only oh, real property that I actually have. Do you get? And this person, however nice he is to me, whoever doesn't matter how he is to me, but he's taking it away from me. Oh. Do you get? And that's all she was thinking at that moment, right? And so she became a casualty for in their marriage. Yeah. Asta was just this innocent child though, that did not want to be married to whatever that guy's name is. Kidding. Was not interested. Mm-hmm. In, in him, but she had become a, this thing, somebody that she hated, you know, she had become a, what they call it, a casualty. She was hated because of what, of the potential relationship she could have. Not of the relationship <laughs> she had now, but of the potential relationship that the wife could stay. Now, this does not mean that, yeah, so it, it happened in the future. Yeah, so he sexually, so he raped her, okay, um, so the wife saw it doesn't matter mm. she had no reason to the do what you get and that's that's the thing about that's actually something um i was reading up on today not sound spiritual anything right but it is so easy to be tempted to preemptive preemptive action mm. you know i've been hurt so much oh let me protect my heart. Nobody has done anything yet. Let me protect my heart. Mm. Or, um, you know, in fact, I can see the future. Human beings, they are no good. They cannot be trusted. So let me shut down my heart. Yeah. And so that's the same thing she did, right? This girl who probably needed love and affection yeah. and time and space to grieve was coming to this world and she was encountering this woman's harshness and, you know, envy, you know, for no good reason, right? And so she became a casualty in their marriage. So did they ask her if she wanted to fight the war? As in... No, nobody asked her. They just said, they just assumed, oh, you're my slave, so therefore you're going, we all have to fight this war together. How did they know that she doesn't want to marry a simple man and stay in a family? farm? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows, but nobody cares. So she became a casualty in their relationship even though she had nothing to do with it. So true, man. The end. Well said. I agree with what Comfort said. The book, I 
even though it was hard to understand, I ensured that I actually, I tried to enjoy it. Even when I was reading it, I tried to enjoy it. And the two characters that, I don't have a favorite character, but the ones that fascinated me the most were Asta and the cook, because they had this relationship from when she was a very young girl. And had given that, should I say a brief pep talk? <laughs> was it a pep talk? Because I never know how to explain it. It's a brief talk before Kiden, who, by the way, is, I don't know, I was trying to, was it a pedophile? Thinking like 30 something, 40 something, because I'm not oh. be surprised. And she was like a teenager, not knowing what to do. She was frightened. And, you know, her, her relationship with the cook. And prior to her entering the room where they were meant to sleep together, then her coming out, you know, giving her that pep talk, always finding comfort in the cook. There was no time that... Yeah, but, you know, I think it's possible that Kidin is younger. Sorry. Yeah. Really? Because he was thinking... Because, because there was... Yeah, there was a line where he was talking about, oh, he had said he about to be a man. He, he actually, exactly. And he didn't actually know what to do. Uh-huh. Mm. So how old do you think it was? I think early 20s. Oh, maybe I mean, 19. Uh-huh. Exactly. That's actually how I felt. Because they marry young. Yeah. So... I wasn't really, I mean, now, it, it, you know, it's a problem when a woman marries you, you get, oh, but it was a time when people started talking about marriage from when the woman was 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this, this so, time was, we are looking at the early 19, 19, 20, the early 20th century. Yeah, yeah, looking at even up till now, it's happening in a lot of places, even in Nigeria. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just reminding you. I was just thinking about the book, like the time like 19, There's a question. There's a question 1920 wow. something in, in those calendar, Ethiopia calendar, or the rest of the world's calendar. Uh, <laughs> no. We, uh, I don't know. I think you know the rest of the world is Italy was involved. When he wrote came, when he wrote came in, I think in 1935. To them, it was 1920. It was it was there. It's in the beginning of the book. I think it was 1927 or something. I can't remember. So we are not looking at maybe with Asta. When you first saw Asta, we are looking earlier than that. So maybe 19, I don't know. But early 20th century. So yes, their own year is different. So it was um, Asta and the cook's story was quite fascinating. You know, the cook being there from when she was a child to the point where she got married to Kidane, lost her child. And even that cook, I was trying to really dissect her head because of the way the writer wrote the whole story. I was trying to know what it is that was going on in that woman's head. Why did she want to run mm-hmm. away with her? Did you realize? I think it- you, you know, I think it was um, her dad was fascinated to get married to, I mean, her dad was fascinated Okay, that's why the cook wanted her to escape. Yes, they wanted to, she ran away because the cook was their cook as well and they got caught. So mm. the father beat up the cook and I think left Asta, that's his daughter. Yeah. So it was as if the cook was, I don't know why she didn't decide to leave fast because she actually wanted to leave that's, I don't know whether they 
they bought her. I don't know whether she was a maid or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she was a slave. She was a slave. Yeah, but you know, the the Aston made it seem like, oh, you can leave anytime. Yeah. Don't worry. Um I will get you the money. When you are ready to leave, I'll get you the yeah. money you need. Yes. I can go because she always had her own dream of building mm-hmm. up her own family. She had always wanted to leave, but Asta still kept her. I don't know, some kind of, should I say obsession? I don't know. I really wanted to know what was going on with Asta. And Asta kept her until she decided, I don't know whether the part where the French guy with the gun came and the cook left was, that was when she finally left. I'm not sure, I'm not too sure about it. But that was, that was, that was, uh, they were just the two characters that actually heroes was there you know she was the main and i felt like you know people have said heroes people say heroes so i decided to go for somebody that is not heroes so asta and the cook they were the two characters that actually fascinated me in the book yes those two i feel like i didn't say much but <laughs> I feel like I've said much, much more about the book. I'm not going to lie. I agree with Comfort when she said that we don't we take for granted all those little little punctuations and all those she says he says she thought she thought and I'm like yes that's very true. I think the next book will be reading out definitely. <laughs> I never appreciate those little little things, but the book had like. I don't know if maybe I'll read it again, but I know that it's a good book. That's what I can say. Yeah. It's actually a good book because Ethiopia being one of the country that wasn't colonized, so you know that they actually did fight back for their country. Aside other countries that they don't even need to fight. They don't even need to fight. Just show them what they've not seen before and they will give all their... I'm not going to mention the for their dignity and their, <laughs> and their and what they own. You know, you don't want to name names. <laughs> I don't want to name names. <laughs> show them mirror. <laughs> show them mirror. Wow. <laughs> I've been mean, nice. It's not mirror. Mirror. Powder. And cigarettes. Cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Tobacco and um, tobacco. Yes. And you just you and you say, you take my brother on the corner there. Have him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you think it actually started with people taking like people that they had won in tribal wars, you know, mm, offering them yeah. for the money. And suddenly when they were not enough, they began offering each other up. Mm. Like the movie, that woman king. That was what yeah. He gave his yeah. mother and I think his brother. The brother gave his mother. Yeah, the um, stronger tribe, the Oyo people. They were sending people from their own tribe and other people's tribe, less powerful tribes. So that's wild. Yeah. Maybe which character? Who was your favorite character? I think it's not our favorite, but more whose story was interesting to me. I think Asta's story really interested me and Hirut's story. Um, 
asked her because I was like, this woman can't just be crazy for no reason. Like, what's going on? What's your story? Why are you so insecure? Why are you screaming in the house? And then the guy is chasing after you. Like, what's going on in your head? You know, but knowing, also knowing that that was also a time when, like, what was going on? Like, people are, these are decisions made in more of a survival mode, more of we don't know if I'll be here tomorrow kind of vibe because you could be killed in, in the war, you know, and they're there taking care of, you know, the army and they're talking about, you know, different things are happening. It's just a time of unrest and they're not sure of tomorrow, you know, they're holding flyers, they can't even read because probably the flyers have hope of escape, you know, and yeah, that's how story just interested me. It was, I felt so bad that there was this confused girl and everybody was just, they didn't even tell her how to sleep with this man. And they're just like, hey, where you go? They don't open your legs, you know, close your eyes. And she's like, the only natural thing she could even do was defend her body, you know, resist. That that felt more natural than just lying down there and closing her eyes, you know. And wasn't it weird that they were in a parent's house when that was happening? Like, and everybody know. was waiting for her scream. Yeah, that is outside really weird. the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then her mom was crying. That's how it happens, though. No, that's actually how it happens, though. Yeah, a lot of tribes, like, there's there's a white court. Yeah. And everybody's waiting for you to, for the guy to red thing. Mm-hmm. And then they come out proudly with their Maybe the, the women that follow her into the, this thing now will come out with the white cloth and everybody will clap, hail, and celebrate more rounds of drinks. But that was a very traumatic time for her. And it impacted. I think at the point she was like, Have I not given up enough for you or something like that? She started feeling that way. You know, her story was just different. And uh, it was like, Okay, this is unique. Um, because I felt like she can't be angry like that for no reason. And I, the necklace thing, that necklace significance, Why did, I wonder why he kept saying he lost it when he had it all this while. Do you guys know? That necklace shows... He couldn't find it. When he was as simple as he didn't know it, in the back of his drawer. Oh. Maybe he could not stand that she was crazy. Maybe he had given up on loving her. Maybe... He could not find it. We would never know. <laughs> I just felt bad that this babe was the one that went to go and hold the necklace. It now looked like she was a liar and that she actually knew where the necklace was. But her stealing era, man, that was an interesting psychological this thing. Like and it was fast. We just we just reading book. Next thing, Wasina. And I, 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 I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand what was going on. I'm like, and so I went by back pedal in the book or to go back and I'm like okay let me maybe I'll understand it more there was a lot of backpedaling because I couldn't my brain was not picking yeah, it up as fast as it only does I remember searching some names to because it felt as if the writer just starts talking about a character as if she has spoken about the character before and sometimes I will have to go back oh this character, when did this character appear? What was said about this character before here? So, yeah. 
but she stole a lot of things. I think everything that she mentioned wasn't it like a whole paragraph. Yeah, <laughs> not a small paragraph. Like almost, I'm sure, like half of the half of the book, half page of the book. I'm telling you, <laughs> she's going to give us a rifle. And I saw like two, something like two half used cigarettes or something like that, like cigarette butts or something like that. Sure. Can't remember. And I'm like, hey, how does this one help your ministry? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So random things. I just wish the necklace was That's actually there. how it starts now. Yeah. Yeah, if only there's a high on it. There's a high. If you watch something. Yeah, and I guess, yeah, she she talked about possessing something. Yeah. Like, like it was her, like, something that was actually has in the world that Mm -hmm. wasn't gone. Yeah, but like I said, I couldn't connect. I mean, like, I I understood it, like, oh, yes, yes, this is what's happening. I'm, I'm, I wasn't there with them because... It was too early in the story for all that question. Uh, all yeah. that talk. Then I mean, again, I guess she was trying to make it as original and as this thing as possible. Yeah, I mean, the girl went slightly crazy because she was attached to that gun. So she needed something to fill the void, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, but you know that there's something I, something about this book right it's when you read it you read this thing i said my my grandmother has a story blah 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 you would think it's a story about this separate secret set of women you know that and their participation in the war that's what i thought yeah but the story wasn't actually so much about this thing because they were also at war with the men in their lives yeah you know and actually trying to they were actively trying to participate in the war but it was like they were blocked on every side sort of um because now you know they were trying to fight the ideas that their spouses had oh these women are not for anything else except to be used and to provide us you know to provide our needs Uh And so they had to fight with that identity self, talk less of actively fighting in the war. Yeah. That's just really cool. And then she also mentioned, I think when you were saying that, it just reminded me that she said she was born, she was born in 1974. She grew up hearing these stories about, you know, she said her great grandma or something was in the war and her family members you know were part of the war as well so the characters are real to her so she's probably that's probably why she just picked a few of them and she's just telling their stories and that's interesting and it's true they had to fight both the men in their life and the belief of war women are just to even be a part of this helping their country whether it was by choice or not yeah well something Hero's father told her that I wrote down and he said, you do not touch this trigger unless you are prepared to be something you're not. Just telling her how like your life changes once you shoot, shoot that first shot um, and someone dies. I thought that was interesting. Me too. I actually liked that part. Um, it wasn't just like, I liked 
how preemptive it was, you know, um, in story, you know, him telling her that, oh, yes, yeah, so I'm teaching you how to defend yourself. If you are going to be attacked, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do this, do this, do this, right? But, you know, it's like a forewarning. This thing, but this is going to change you for the rest of your life. Wow. So, yeah, I really liked that line. Those were one of the lines I actually understood. And then I think in one of her interviews, she talked about the photographers in the war. Like photographers of the war, her countries would just send their own people and some random white dude to come with photographing this thing and not be snapping people and sending their own narratives there. But she's like, not a lot of narratives were being taken by the people themselves in the war, which would have been more authentic and more original than some random people snapping people surprise expressions. Um, I don't know if anybody really dived into a Tory story, the photographer. I don't know if he fully understood what was going on. But I know he had a box of memories where, you know, he had big people before they were ex executed. Just a lot of people in the pictures that he took were dead. Oh, oh my God, it must have been so depressing for him. So being in a time where, you know, he was forced to do something that he didn't agree with to participate in this um massacre basically and you know from the way he talked like when really talked about him you could tell that he had this um respect for human life right and being forced to participate in it however small his role was you know in photographing and documenting all the details right must have been pretty awful yeah then again his documentation was actually important right it's just i guess it depends on who's seeing it and who's using it mm. you know the the um italian uh this thing the, he just probably wanted to use it what's the name of that guy again um Fetz Fet oh what's his name? Something like that, yeah. And so he probably just wanted to use it to boast of his um conquests. exactly to boast of his conquest mm. to get but it was also um important to history for the Ethiopians, right? Because um history always reminds us about it reminds us about the past, right? It tells us, you know, maybe it reminds us about what we want to do better, what we want to see for our future. So it was, I guess it was important to both of them, which is why I was like, then again, right? But on a personal note for him, it must have probably eaten away at him, you know, taking those pictures because someone would think, oh my God, it's not just to take pictures. It's just a job. Dig it. But It was an important, you know, his um, religion, his principle on life was also, was so much a huge part of his life, you know. Mm. I liked that he talked about that aspect of it, actually. Like, he talked about it like that. They expressed his reluctance 
yeah. you know, for that. And it wasn't based because, you know, people just think, oh, it's religion. Guy, it's just a job. Just do it, you know, and share it and put on your cloak of religion when you go back home. Okay. After all, it's not like you're the one that's actually killing or you're not the one that's actually slaughtering or you're not the one that's doing anything. You, you're not actively participating. All you're doing is taking pictures. Do you get and but I liked how they expressed his, his reluctance due to his religion because they showed that it was it wasn't just something to be put on or put off, right? But yeah. an essential part of him that you know seared at his conscience and you know yeah. So I like that. Well, I'm probably thinking too deeply. So please, somebody else talk. Oh, that's true. I, I agree with what you've said. And he still talked about how he had a Jewish heritage and he didn't fully feel like he was Italian. And he, like you said, it's like a reluctance to even be part, a part of this. Um, and who knows what these stories that he he took, I mean, he pictures he took could be seen as, you know, like who knows what they are used for. But those stories are also important. As much as they say history is told um, from the side, from the point of view of the person who has the most power and is not really the person that's um, on, well, I don't know the word to use. It's not the, uh, oppressed, yeah. It's not history is told from the, from the point of the victors, point of view because, of the victors. Yeah, not of the oppressed. Um, those point of views are also important to also understand what was going through those people's minds when that was happening. I've been thinking randomly sometimes about war and how each side thinks, you know, they are right. Each side, no side is really right. Um, but each side really believes that what they are doing is for their country and is and what they are doing is right even when they don't even understand what the other person what language the other person may be speaking you know each side knows what they are defending and it's just really interesting at least to hear from both sides and not just from one side of the story when she's telling her stories Momo we haven't really heard from you today Momo that bought the book please (laughs) you know you know what they say that the great one of the great traits of a good leader is his ability to assimilate, you know. Oh. So I've been doing a whole lot of that, you know. I'm trying to like because I, I know my take, right? I'm oh trying my to like God. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Then... What's up? Battle. No, no, no. Oh, you can take like, everything there's a, there's a lot, all there's about a lot you. you can learn from me, wow. honestly. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wow. book. I'm always here for oh, yeah. you, okay? Wow. Well, well, I totally well, well, agree well. with what the last sentence that maybe did make about where the um, the writer came from different angles, but in all honesty, also it did make for a difficult read because mm. you were always doing like in and out, trying to like understand, okay, where is this from? What's going on here, right? Yeah. So I would say if you see this, 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 this is why um, thinking ahead also works well. If I didn't buy the book physically and after I am out the sweet pages. I probably might not have endured the in and out. So I'm just trying to like let you out know that. You know? So I've been having foresight. Everything we've talked about and talk about how 
You are so special because of this. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody, I, am nobody, but, people, I am but I am people, but I am people, people don't have that talent. You see, people don't am, always I have that humble. talent. Comfort yeah, among yeah. I don't know what I don't know what modestly, you're talking about. I'm I don't know what you're talking about. Probably modest. <laughs> but for real though, that, that's my um little take. Like, yeah, definitely uh having having to read about different angles and different takes and whatnot is good, but also it's it's pause or it interrupts the continuity that you ex- you would expect oh, yeah. from a book. Right, so because that's the essence. Like you want to just be carried along from the beginning to the end, not having to do stops on the way to figure yourself out, to trace back your steps, to understand what's going on yet, to understand who's being went first, to understand exactly Kilon Shelley and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I w- I would advise you guys going forward try and get a paperback um copy of the book wow. so you can persevere and endure um like some of us because i did hear um in some of the comments y'all were talking about how you had to like take down some notes and whatnot i mean for people like us sorry i think i was the one that got the ad cover so for someone like me um all i had to do was just oh my person <laughs> So when the when the others were like dressing things down and whatnot, we were economical and we we're just like highlighting, you know, like you know, using different colors of highlights to understand what's going on. Here. So like, so, like also came into play what, because what, we're not what wasting, nonsense we're not are you saying? Uh, what nonsense are you saying? So yeah, well, well, see, comfort, comfort, comfort. Well, you don't have to be pained well, about this. That okay? whole book, acceptance that is, but, the is it sustainable? Is it sustainable? You bought a whole book. Wasting paper. Are you saying it's sustainable? Acceptance is the first step. Okay. What is acceptance of what? Just accept that you can do better for the next time. And I'm here for you for that, okay? All right? Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay, oh yes, we didn't speak about Kidin. So if anybody wants to talk about him. I was waiting him, for that. I was waiting for who we talk about the guy. Oh. I, am, I don't mean it's comfort, actually. She, she looks oh, like she has a lot to say. Wait, what are your thoughts? Not one of my favorite characters, so I don't want to talk about him. Uh-uh. If you know why, the like reason why you should even talk about him, the fact that he's not your favorite character. No, uh, see, I have, I have opposing views and negative views, right? So I would like to hear from someone's positive views first before I can. Dive There's into no positive view. Well, yeah, we want to hear your negative view. There's Mado, no positive view. I smell, I smell, I smell a gang up. What's going on here? No more no, your no, 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 We all just think that you should. Can you see that? Can you see that smile? I just crept up on comfort's face. That's my amazing all along. Really, comfort. So that's Please the joy you derive. So this, is, so this is how you derive joy. Wow, I didn't realize. So I'm listening to your takes on um on Kiden, actually. Boy, oh, this is what you like to do. You want to distract all of us by saying, "Ah, come and smile, come and smile, come and smile." So we are comfort, not distracted. Complimenting no. your smile now no. is not a good thing. Is that what you're oh trying to say? God. I should compliment your smile again. Thank you so much. I appreciate I you so much. I, I, I do not so understand. Though. I feel like, so special that you complimented my smile, Moyo. Now speak. Wow! 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 <laughs> wow! Wow, wow, that's pretty much all I have to say. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> let's see, let's see. This kid, was doing you straight face. 
But I'm trying to tell you, you know, with our faces, guys, guys, friends, guys, this pressure is, yeah, is getting worse. I don't understand what's going on, okay? Can we turn it down a bit, all right? Okay. So let's see. Kidane. Mm. Mm, mm. Yes, I don't have positive things to say. I'm trying to keep a positive vibe flowing in the room. Um, I'd like to pass the mantle on to whoever wants to speak on Kiden. Thank wow. you very much. But I promise to do it. It doesn't have to be positive. You say the negative. It doesn't yeah. have to be positive. Say what you want to say about Kiden. Okay, yeah, I don't like the, I, 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 I don't like I don't like the spelling of the name. That's one negative. But yeah, who is it? Who is talking next? Okay, let me just say something before we allow more your dragon son. So for Kidane, I feel like like we're talking about his the situation with Asta. He tries to find his masculinity in like being in control, asserting a some sort of dominance. And that's why when I think Hero did not agree with him, he's like, okay, I'm just going to rape her now. You know, it's just like he I don't know if he didn't have any father figure or something to teach him how to be like a good man. But then, because I think his dad left when he was like young and I remember then saying he put blood on his dad's leg or something. So he, he ended up being abusive, controlling, but you still see some humanity in him because, you know, he, well, now I thought it was humanity, but now I'm not so sure because he called her um, heroes, you know, little one. And he called that same girl, little one, before he slept with her, you know. So I was like, maybe this guy is having, like, some sexual feelings towards this hero to be. But he seemed like someone that genuinely cared for her, that was fighting for her in front of Asta. That's what I thought I saw. But now, in retrospect, I'm not so sure anymore. But I think I liked his, should I say his patriotism? He felt like he really wanted to fight for his country. And you know, motivate as many people as he could to go with him. But, yeah, that's just what I would say for now. Okay, um, I agree with maybe. Well, let me let me say, because my, my, my thoughts are not too many before I give the man to, to comfort. Because it looks like you have a lot to say. <laughs> so I agree with maybe when it comes to um, Kidane. Um, although it, I felt it was dysfunctional when it comes to his personal life or his um, childhood or something, but when it when it comes to his patriotism, he was he had that brave side of him. He was should I use the word leader? I don't know because leaders he was leader of the army. Mm-hmm. It was leader of the army. Yeah, because I'm I'm trying to look at like when I when I think of a leader, I think service. You know, oh. you know the guy. Yes, was fine. Maybe he was serving his country, but that controlling aspect was there when it comes to his association with you know his troops and all that. So you know, he was quite patriotic. You know, wanted to fight for Ethiopia, blah blah blah, and which was. Should I say, well, I guess it had its own advantage, them that way. But 
at home, his personal life, relationship with Asta, um, his um, association with Hirot, the part where he actually, I think when she went to his office cleaning and all that, and he actually um, made advances towards her, it's all kind of weird because that, that using that word little one, that's why I thought it was like 40 something. I'm not going to lie. That's what my mind was going to. And Hirut being still a teenage girl, I want to believe. Um, so there it was actually a you know very dysfunctional human being in that aspect. And not even caring about his child that he lost. Because I know that Asta was always, she was burdened by that. Because I think it was a year after they lost their child that Hirut came into the house. And he just goes about his whole day, whatever he does, not caring about the fact that he actually lost a child. I guess he didn't have that um, emotional connection with the child as, well, we don't know how he grieves, but in Asta's point of view, like what she was saying, that was what she was saying, a person that was not, that, that didn't care about the fact that he lost a child. And it was as if she was the only one carrying the weight of that. So, Yes, maybe it was good at the war and, you know, fighting and all that, but his home was not great. Yeah, yeah, that's what I can say about Kidding. Comfort. Um, I had so many things to say, but um, before I say them, I do want to say this. I am not a perfect person. I never claim to be, and I have never claimed to be, but I will share my thoughts on these characters as they affect me, um, you know, and my person and where I am, you know, in life. And okay, so I have been, this year I've been spending a lot of time uh, with God trying to repair the damage to a relationship that I have caused with my, by my own personal actions. And it has caused me to see so many things about life, like to look at things from a different perspective. Because initially what I wanted to say, what I had in mind to say about this guy was that first the only person he serves is himself what you look at and you see yeah his his patriotism as you call it was good for the country right but i didn't see it as patriotism i saw it as narcissist what's the word i i can't really pronounce narcissism. it whatever the word is that word that may be used i will refer us to that because i don't want to Embarrass myself. Don't say he's narcissistic. As I was saying, the word that may be used is that. Um. So, you know, his whole idea that he needed to be in control of everything else, right? Um, he needed to be in control of everything else. Like nothing would happen if he doesn't do it. Nobody will put the men together if he doesn't put them together. Nobody could ginger them if he doesn't ginger them. Yeah, you know, 
extended even to his relationship at home. And, you know, the thing I have learned is that our relationships are so important. Our relationships to one another and our relationships to God are so important to God, more than the things we do or the things we produce or profess to do, right? Because your first this thing on earth is to our family. That's like our first contact relationship with other people is with our family. And if you cannot, especially as a guy, sustain, because, you know, we hear talks about so many people, like so many families where um, the guys, he's, he's, you know, and I'm not just talking about, you know, politicians or CEOs, even though they have their own distinct because they don't have time, right? We're also talking about pastors, right? So the pastor, everybody in the congregation, and they forget their first mission, their first this thing, which is their family, which is their home. And, you know, he just felt like, okay, being in control of all the women in his house, of everybody in his house, everybody was tightly under his control. Everybody had a distinct. And he could not see that there was a problem. In fact, I'm very sure that he couldn't see a problem with him raping Hubert because she was his. Yeah. He was, you know, convinced of the fact that she would feel lucky to even sleep with him. She gets, he probably could not understand or comprehend that she must have felt assaulted by what he did. Do you get because everything and everybody was under his control and anything he did was the best decision to be made. Yeah. Right. And that was just how that's that was basically how I saw him. Like, it was like, oh, he's so patriotic. Oh, but true. And I'm not I'm not disputing, I'm not saying that you know he didn't help so many people. But we're talking when we are evaluating him as a person, right? And his actions, like in him, like not what he did for the people, but him, his motivations and his actions, right? He just felt like, oh, he was the only person that could move people. Oh, this is, and everybody has to get out of the way. I was saying, you know, that he was trying to convince her that, oh, yeah, you should even be begging me to take your gun. Mm -hmm. That was just how I pictured it, how I saw it. As in, it's for the good of the people, right? And I'm the only one that can do that. I'm the only one that even showed in the way he, and that's just the way that the world views leadership as long as you're in control of everything you get but and then we start talking about the different different types of leadership you know and jesus teaches us about servant leadership you know when you were talking about him i like how you really said that your understanding of what leadership what the best type of leadership is is to serve not to control mm-hmm. or to you know yeah but like I said, that's actually what I was thinking. I was filled with fumes when I talked about him and all of this. But it was, I recognize that he has his own trauma. And like I said in the beginning, right, trauma makes us, like, it, it might not even have been trauma, it must have been, because it wasn't, it wasn't just a problem that he had. It was a problem that his men had. You know, how they viewed women. Women were to be conquered. Control that woman in your house. Oh, this one has so many opinions. You talk about him having a good father, but would a father have changed anything about how he viewed women? I don't know. 
because you know it seemed like it was a generational problem it's still a problem but do you get it was a problem of you know something that needed to be addressed from the roots of how he viewed her not as a person but as a property do you get it wasn't terms of endearment but okay yeah i'm giving you my this thing my love i'm calling you little one you should feel special dig it but you know it was if this thing but i like you said we don't know how he groups i just i suddenly lost my anger i was still angry at the things he does but i suddenly was no longer angry at him and i'm not sure if that makes any sense because it doesn't even make any sense to me but anyways so basically that's it yeah i know that sometimes he was even like reflecting on stuff he had said to his son so maybe he has like you said yeah who knows how he grieves he had a different way but he wasn't trashing on the floor or burning things or going slightly crazy. Like lady wanted him to at least feel something. Yeah, no, that's, I think it comes back to how men and how women process emotions yeah. and um, information. Yeah. Do you get, um, Moyo, I really, really wanted Moyo to talk about this for me guy's point of view especially on the grief part but more you're shy away and run away yeah so that's fine but why are you talking now just accuse continue me. using your mic there's no there's no need to speak now don't accuse, accuse no need to speak now. You, you are no longer you are no longer required to talk wow what was i saying I'm, so I'm how requirements wow how they process information and how they process um emotions dig it because um the guy can something can happen like this and the person is griefing and the only this thing of grief is to get something doing that's how they feel like yeah i don't want to be stuck in this road so Mm -hmm. i'm going to get something doing and so you see the guy going to work day after day staying late at work and the woman is stuck at in the house mourning and crying and unable to get out of bed yeah right while the guy's going to work and she's feeling so resentful of her husband because he's not stuck in the same place as she is Uh but the truth is men and women process information and emotions differently yeah especially around that time in the 1920s or 1930s yeah now like this is maybe there's more widespread information and people are giving permission to you know express their emotions and stuff like that you know but that was yeah, but, you know it was, it was a, oh. even probably even still now um yeah but now at least people are more like, aware you know, that's what i'm saying yeah like, then she, but, there's no way she would know that's what that's and it was something it was something that you know People will just say, be a man, be a man, mm-hmm, yeah. be a man. Don't express emotion. <laughs> and that was like meaning of that. You can't even cry. Thank God, Sha. Okay. Well, you really have anything to say? <sighs> um, on the subject of grief, I don't think it's gender-wise. 
there are also some ladies that do the exact same scenario that um, that comfort painter where they get uh, absorbed into work. Right. So I would say yes, maybe it's more common in regards to the mindset. And yeah, it's based on the No, I'm not saying I'm not saying that men go to work. I was giving an example yeah, of how yeah. one man would process yeah. grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I'm actually just agreeing with you, right? Like it's just different people, different ways of processing what they are presently going through. Some um dismiss it and push it aside and um, allow something else take the front burner, whereas others put it on the front burner and then hope to exhaust it. But I think on the 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 more the better way to address it is um yeah, put it on the front burner, like go through the process and then let it go. Because if you are if you keep on dismissing it, it's gonna be creeping in um slowly, slowly into your everyday life and into other things that you're not necessarily in control at that point in time because it's not your front burner and it leaves you vulnerable to so many different things. So that's just my own little take on this subject of grief and whatnot. Yeah, sometimes you can't even control it though. So you just, maybe it's better to also talk to someone about it that could help you process um, the grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. At least now there are resources. Then those 1920s, 1930s. True, yeah, yeah, true, true, true. It's been two guess, years yeah. and the baby was still grieving. And there's nothing wrong with that. Damn, that's a long period of time. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. two years and she was still... We messed with her. Okay, I think we kind of covered everything we wanted to cover in the book. Um, does anybody have any final words? Please, I have, I have final I words. I think it's been said. I have final words. Let us, the books that we opt to read, to read before we read them, we should probably, before we add them to the news, we should probably read like the pages of <laughs> If you can do that, that would be great. I think this book that we just talked about, it has its own audience. Yeah. yeah. It's not me. I'm not the yeah, audience. No, this, 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 is, this is a book for... Like, you know how you're like English literature, you know, um, yeah. PhD in English literature, and you're like, oh, why is this cause a book? Or PhD in, you know, one of those courses, one of those, like, even even undergrad self, no problem. Yeah. You know, and they take time to dissect and study the different themes. It was so poetic. And, you know, I can stand it for like a short story, but oh my God. Avego. No, 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 Yeah, the next book is a love story. You said you have a topic more Thank you very much. Yes, so we can do like a debate, um, hardback and paperback cover against e-copy. So, Moyo versus Comfort. Please, Moyo, drop this whole hardcover. Why not? Because I love hardback. Mm. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to talk about? You can highlight that, but you can highlight what um, this is. You can highlight you both of them. <laughs> you can highlight the copies. So okay. Only one of them has a certain aroma. Exactly. Like Maybe the carrots. You carrots. Yes. Some people cannot relate. Feel. Mm. I can feel. Okay.
I love hardback now. I don't understand where this argument coming from. There's no arguments to speak of. Yeah. Moya just wants to really sh- tell us that he actually bought <laughs> the book. <laughs> the Is that the only book in your life, Funny enough, he doesn't even really talk many. about the book. Oh. He's not talking about the beginning of many. He just, he just said many. enough. What do you mean to, I didn't talk about the book? You didn't what? Yeah, I gave so Nothing much sense. information. What do you mean? Nothing For somebody who claims to have read the book, do you know I only read 100 pages or less than 100? Oh, so, so now, so now you're, so now you're oh, confessing yeah. your sins. Keep on confessing. No, everybody did not finish the book. But you, you claim to finish the book. The book. So only me. Wow, wow, wow. But you did have nothing to say. So it's wow. kind of... I'm telling you, you claim... You don't find that to make your thoughts known, and then when I felt as if I was needed, I I chimed in once in a while, you know. No, 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 what it's funny how you are saying this thing trying to convince us. I think we don't know when you've read a book. You're saying you're saying, oh, people like us, we, we're economical. We <laughs> I write them. <laughs> how would I buy a book and not read a book, guys? <laughs> oh. Oh, you see, oh, you see, answer the name. question. No, no, no. Answer the question. Moyo, What's did that? you finish this book? <laughs> you see, I'm starting to get offended by that question because I have addressed what it I so say? many times. What yeah, I, I say? What I say? What I say? Digression. What is no, now? I'm, is the I'm serious now. The it has been addressed so many it, times. It, 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 we've never addressed it. You've never come out and say, I read the book, or I no, did no, read the book, or I finished the book. No, I don't even want to hear I read the book because now you'll now be saying, using that to deceive us. Moyo, did you finish the book? No shame. Comfort. I read the book. Read nothing. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> that's okay because we all didn't finish it. There's no shame. You know? No, 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 no. But no, the no, way no. he just made the whole thing, he, there was no topic that he didn't relate it back to how he bought this book. I told you how <laughs> I, I told you about my favorite characters. I, I said so many things about the book, honestly. Is it? I think about those that I didn't like. I, I think about the book. Favorite. I love the new book smell. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I think not speaking the truth was now against against the Oh my god! Okay, Moyo, it was so nice to see you. <laughs> it was so nice okay, to see you. Before we, before we end, I just wanted to say that um, Mazi Mengiste said oh. she spent, the author said she spent 10 years writing this book. She had the idea. And I think and I heard it from the video, yeah. But was it, didn't you say she had like thoughts in 99 or something? Yeah, it just had a thought. She hadn't started paying. Yeah, that was, the thing was published in twenty twenty. Mm. So yeah, nineteen ninety nine. I guess that thought. So she, it's just really interesting that she put all her thoughts into getting it. But when she finally wanted to deliver it, I feel like 
she got to a point in the writing that she's like, I'm done. Whatever you guys accept, this is it. This is the book. Take it. Take it like that. The way she was explaining it just felt like that. Like, this is it. I'm not changing it anymore. If you if you like, understand. If you like, don't understand. Just try, you know. This is my book. All I, all I know is that that book has its audience. That's what I can yeah. say. It has its audience. It wasn't bad. Like, I mean, if, when I slept off, came back, looked at it, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I'll sleep off again, come back, look at it. No, it just needs breaks. It needs writing. It needs studying. Like, yeah. when you're done, you need a degree at the end. Uh, <laughs> the degree in shadow king. <laughs> <laughs> so I completed this. I need an award, please. <laughs> I know it's a Yeah, it's a really good book. Because every time was, I came back, I was actually interested. If, if it was the same story, same main story, it had a different style. Yes, I don't yes, know yes. if it might actually, you know, I don't know. It just, it just. There are some people who it's already perfect for them and they understand the, the way it is. I had to literally go to the library and block time out, force myself to be able to study and have my notebook just to understand. And so I was, you know, I was, okay, I understand, I understand. You know, well, we thank you, Mazie, for writing this amazing book um, and taking us into your world and just helping us learn more about history. So, thank you so much. And with that, we're just going to go into the prayer. Moyo, Moyo, take us in prayer. Thank you very much for giving me the floor. I've not spoken throughout today, but let bygones be bygones. Um, I'll proceed with the prayer now. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your for your favor that we've been able to partake of. At the beginning of this meeting, we all had good things to speak about, even though we've not seen in in quite a while. Um, we we're able to gather together and give thanks unto your name for the for the good things that you have added to our lives, for your peace that we have witnessed, for your grace and your mercy that has been evident in our life. For this, O Lord God, we give you thanks, we give you glory. Let your name be highly exalted, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I say thank you for a successful book review. Amen. We're able to uh, exchange thoughts and exchange ideas and exchange um, opinions amongst ourselves. We were able to have a successful book review. And Father, we pray, Lord God, that by the next meeting, we shall be able to come back again together, gather again, just like today, and also exchange thoughts and also marry in the mighty name of Jesus. We shall have no cause, we shall have no reason to sorrow, we shall have no reason to be sad in Jesus' name. And Father, Lord, I commit the upcoming weeks into your hands, O Lord God, as we go out again into the world, O Lord, we pray for your renewing strength. We pray that your spirit goes with us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, during the next meeting, we shall still have reasons, more reasons to keep on glorifying your name, to give you more praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name of God. Amen. Thank you, guys. Hope you have an amazing week. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Feel free to send us DMs and comments about the books that you would like us to read and how you feel about the episode. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Check out our Instagram for book recommendations and for more information at Cots, 
C-A-U-G-H-T underscore red-handed, R-E-A-D-H-A-N-D-E-D. So at cut underscore red-handed. 